What is happening guys, Danny Feng here, and in this video we're gonna be looking at the three attributes of a camera. So we'll just get straight into it. So the three main attributes of a camera is the aperture, and we have the ISO, and we have the shutter speed. So knowing these three attributes is super, super important because these are the three fundamental things that you need to know in order to make an image. So let's jump straight into it. Let's start with the first one, which is the aperture. So the aperture is basically these blades that are inside a lens that control how much light comes in. So you can kind of visualize that the lens is kind of like your eyes and the aperture is basically your iris. So depending how wide and how small the aperture is, it controls how much light will come in. The aperture not only controls light, but also the so-called the shallow depth of field, which basically is the blurry background. So, so the wider the aperture, the more light that comes in, the more blurry the background becomes essentially. So aperture is actually measured in f-stops or sometimes in t-stops, but those two are actually two different ways on measuring how much light comes in, but that's a whole different other topic. So let's just stick with uh, concept of f-stops because that's most likely what you're going to be seeing uh, more of. So the higher the f-stop, the smaller the iris is going to be on the lens, which means there's going to be less light coming in. And similarly, the smaller the f-stop, the wider the aperture is, which means more light comes in. So having a wider f-stop like 2.8 or 1.8, that just means that not only more light will come in, but it also affects this thing called the shallow depth of field, which means uh, the blurry background. So the the smaller the number, the more blurry the background is and the more focused your subject is. And the opposite of that is the higher the f-stop, the less light that comes in, but also uh, the less blurry background you get. So that's basically aperture in a nutshell. So now let's move on to the second thing, which is the ISO. And simply put, the ISO is basically the sensitivity of the sensor of your camera sensor. So the higher the ISO, the more sensitive your sensor is to pick up light and capture the image. So if you actually carefully open up your camera, your digital camera, you're gonna see like this shiny plate uh, inside the camera. And that is basically the sensor. And that's what captures the light and captures your images. So the higher the ISO, the more sensitive it is, which means the more sensitive it is to light. And of course, the smaller the ISO, the less sensitive the sensor is to pick up light. And the last thing is the shutter speed. So here's an analogy. So you can just imagine the shutter speed being barn doors. So imagine there's a barn and inside the barn, there's this poor sensor uh, trapped in this little barn and the barn doors is the shutter speed. So the shutter speed is the amount of time the barn door opens before it closes again. So in the camera sense is how long would you allow light to touch the sensor before the shutter speed says, okay, time is up and closes the door. So a slower shutter speed, let's say one second or two seconds of a shutter speed, uh, just means that you're letting a lot of light going into your camera for your sensor to pick up all that light and information. And the opposite is that if it's a faster shutter speed, let's say one one hundredth, one one thousand, and you're letting in less light for your sensor to pick up all the light and information. Now shutter speed also has another characteristic. So at a slower shutter speed, you're not only allowing a lot of light to come in, but you're also introducing motion blur. So the longer the shutter speed, the longer the barn doors are open, the more blurry the photo is going to be. And the opposite would be if the shutter speed is really quick, then there will be little to no motion, as in like the image will look like a freeze frame with no motion blur at all. So those are the three attributes in a nutshell. And with these three attributes in mind, depending how you combine it together that is what will help you control how the image is going to look so once you understand these three fundamentals it's actually really fun to play around when taking photos for example i love shooting at a slower shutter speed because i love doing 
like the whip pan kind of effect. So like there might be a subject moving and then I'll just track it and then I take a photo and everything looks like it's like moving, but the subject itself is super sharp. And similarly, you know, I like shooting at, you know, a faster shutter speed because a faster shutter speed means that I can freeze frame things. You know, shooting at a really high ISO, even generally speaking, shooting at the very high ISO, you know, you can, the image can be very noisy and grainy, uh, but also you know, depending on which camera that you shoot on, for example, the Sony, the, uh, the Sony camera has great ISO range, you know, like you can shoot it at a very high ISO and the image is super clean, which means at a high ISO, you know, if you play around at high ISOs, you can basically see in the dark. You're gonna see things in your night photography that you probably have never seen before. Also playing around with your f-stop is super interesting as well, you know, maybe you're shooting a portrait, so you wanna shoot at a smaller f-stop, let's say 1.8, 1.2, so your subject is in focus and everything else just kind of falls into this blurry background, you know, but similarly, maybe that's not what you're going for, so you wanna shoot at a, at a higher f-stop, so let's say f5.6 or something, or even f12, where I don't know if you shoot a subject, now the background is in shot because maybe you're in San Francisco and you want the cool background, you know, you want to see all the buildings and stuff. If everything's blurry, you know, it's not very interesting. So it's really cool how you can combine these things together. So once you understand these fundamentals, and I hope this video uh, helped you in some way that then it becomes super fun to combine these things together and see what kind of outcomes that you can get so yeah that's pretty much it and uh, yeah i hope this video really helped you guys in some way or form uh, this is not scripted or anything i'm just kind of just ranting just off the bat so i hope my explanation was actually good but yeah if you guys have any questions just drop it in the comments below and i'll get back to you as soon as possible if you guys enjoyed this video like this video and subscribe if you haven't and yeah i'll see you guys in the next video and until then keep on creating keep on inspiring